Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Learning Unlocked podcast, presented by Open Sesame. Taking a deep dive into the global world of learning and development with practical tips and tricks, along with insights from leading brands and the people that make them work. This is Learning Unlocked. Now, here's your host, Brian Berger. My guest is Sarah Mensa. She is Nike's Vice President and General Manager for North America. She's the first Black woman to lead Nike's North America business. Prior to working at Nike, Mensa worked for 19 years with the Portland Trailblazers of the NBA. That's where we met. She's been recognized as a game changer by the Sports Business Journal. She was named by Adweek as one of the 50 most powerful women in sports. Sarah, it's great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining me on the Learning Unlocked podcast. How are you? I'm great. And it's great to catch up with you as well, Brian. I'm excited yeah. to be and here. And I'm just, I'm so excited to see where your career has gone. Why don't we start off just so our listeners have some background on you. What first got you interested in the sports business? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a call from the, the great Harry Glickman when the trailblazers were expanding their business operations. And when, of course, they opened their new arena, Harry happened to thankfully get word that I was actually um, a successful uh, advertising sales executive at that time. And the blazers were looking for people to serve in that capacity. And so at that time, I hadn't really contemplated a life or a, a career in sports and had a lot to learn, but I, I came willingly to the trailblazers because of course, the Trailblazers had a huge and deep part in my uh, life and growing up in Portland, being our only professional sports team. So uh, the opportunity to, to go there and work and be part of that organization, particularly as it was setting up its dynamic growth trajectory, was just too big to, to look away from. And, and I started there and didn't stop. <laughs> well, didn't stop. Pun intended, you have been a true trailblazer for women in sports. What has that been like for you where you've opened a lot of doors that weren't open previously? You know, I think it, I, again, I would just continue to say, I didn't set out necessarily to be a trailblazer, but I was fortunate to have incredible parents that, that actually enrolled me in, and my sister and brother in sport early. So for me, that sport was track. And I like to tell the story that my mother didn't want to have to drive me to uh, work out with the girls. So I was, I had to work out with the boys and, and work out and, and basically practice my, my track with the boys. And I think that actual experience of just being accepted and, and, and being encouraged to compete and to, and to work out and to, and to do sport right alongside the boys as though I was uh, capable the same as them was foundational for me. So when I found myself in the NBA, I, I sort of took a page out of the book that I'd been raised in and, and just continued to, to be myself and to assert and to, and to compete for, for lack of a better word, and then found myself providing some inspiration and representation for other women looking to do the same. 
assert. That's an interesting word. I've seen you walk into a room and you change the room. You, you assert yourself, which I think is so great about you. You're a great leader. How do you become assertive? How do you learn leadership? I think this is such a great question. And it's, it's a great sort of pivot to uh, the mission of Nike. Because I actually think sport and participation in sport, and particularly for women and girls, is a foundational and critical part of the journey that, that leads, to, leads to great confidence, leads to great sense of yourself and your own contribution that you can make to a team is a phenomenal platform for how an individual that's looking to sort of self-express and understand kind of who they are, what their strengths and their weaknesses are. I, I think it's foundational. So I have to just keep coming back to how you assert is you just get yourselves into, into a circumstance where you're on a team or you're part of a, an organization where there's an expectation of you to play a role and, and just gain confidence in, in doing that and playing that role over and over again. And I think that uh, if, more, if more women and girls had an opportunity to do that, those skills are going to be transferable into the boardroom and into the, uh, into the meeting room. We're going to talk about Nike's 50th anniversary in a moment, but I've got to ask you. So you led the Jordan brand for a number of years. When you're going into a meeting with the GOAT, with Michael Jordan, who demands excellence from all around him and preparedness and creativity. Walk us through what is it like walking into a meeting with Michael Jordan? How do you prepare for that? How do you deliver? Well, I would say, you know, repeat something that you just said. At the end of the day, Michael Jordan is a leader. He's such a powerful leader and he really has mastered that sense of how to motivate a room and how to motivate teammates. And it was so inspiring for me to uh, see how Michael translated those skills that we all became so familiar with on the court and translated those into, uh, into the, the Jordan organization. Uh, you know, from the very top when I was there, I led North America. Larry Miller actually was leading the brand. And, uh, you know, Michael would, uh, you know, has had the ability to actually just inspire us and to continually challenge us that we could continue to to be better and and to do more and to innovate more and to to bring more people into that brand. And it's just, it's great to see that the success of the Jordan brand is literally a reflection of, of in part, Michael's leadership. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Diversity, equity, and inclusion continues to be a top priority for businesses everywhere. Open Sesame has created a survey that will give you insight into where your organization stands on diversity. Aside from being educational, this survey is a powerful tool to help you understand areas of improvement and spark conversations about strategies for creating a more inclusive and equitable workplace. After you take the short survey, you'll get access to Open Sesame's DEI Toolkit, an online hub where you can find additional resources. Visit opensesame.com today to start your survey. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. So I mentioned earlier, Nike's turning 50 years old. It was born in North America, in Beaverton, Oregon. What does Nike at 50 mean to you? It's a great question. I'd say it's personal. I actually grew up 
not just in Portland, but I grew up in, in, in Beaverton, Oregon, less than a mile from uh, where Nike is headquartered, used to actually play on the place where most of our WHQ buildings are. It was a big field full of ducks at that time. So for me, it's just, it's super personal now to be able to wa- walk out into the North America marketplace and beyond and, and just see and understand at a very, very personal level where this brand started and, and what it has grown to become and, and what it has meant for consumers, for sport, for athletes, really, literally across the globe. So it's truly just a story of remarkable possibility. And so it means a lot. That's awesome. It's such an iconic company now. And you know, you just reflected on the first 50 years. So many businesses have had to reinvent themselves or just change how they do business, especially in the last few years. As you look forward for Nike, what does that growth look like? I think we can take inspiration from our past as we look at where we're focused on in the future. And I think as we think about the future of Nike, we're going to double down and really be focused on both how we're going to serve sport and how we're going to redefine sport and how we're going to continue to serve our athletes. And it's, it's super exciting when we ground our strategy in both sport and redefining sport and in listening to the voice of our athletes, even as those voices and how they're being used is, is, is changing and becoming different um, in this new era, this new post-COVID era even. It's, it's really exciting to see that the possibilities for where we will move the brand even further. I mean, it's just interesting. I have a daughter and you know, it used to be, okay, you go to the mall, you pick up a pair of Nikes and that's how you got your product. Now, you know, this age wants to get online. They want to design their shoe. They want it to be personalized and customized and they want it to be at their doorstep two or three days later. So the consumer habits from like when I was a kid and you were a kid, as you noted, growing up in Beaverton, and we used to go buy our shoes so much different than for our kids today. That is so, so right. I mean, the way we are thinking about that is that fundamentally the, the, the needs, the desires and the requirements of consumers that we call athletes, because if you have a body, you're an athlete, has, has shifted and the expectations for how brands will go to meet consumers is, is different. And so we've had to um, accelerate uh, our strategy and our capability to meet consumers one-to-one, wherever it is that they might be with what they need so that they'll be able to expend, extend an, their, their own advantage and access sport. So that means digitally, we've expanded our capabilities. That means from an O to O standpoint and how we think about where consumers are on, on that journey, whether they're looking at potentially what running shoe is going to make the most sense for them online, we know, or, or, and, and maybe seeing that online and accessing it offline or, or in reverse, seeing something offline and wanting to get served on it online. So we, we know that we have big, big a responsibility to, to meet the consumer, today's consumer, where they are. Well, Nike is always, I, when I think of Nike, I think of innovators and like trailblazers and the ones to do it first. Like the two things that have stood out to me recently uh, that kind of make me feel like we're going back to the future of the movie. One, that 3D Nike Air Max billboard in Japan, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then the Nike metaverse, 
that has received millions of vi- visitors in the last you know couple months since it launched. Like that's when I start going, okay, Nike really is looking towards the future. It's a, it's absolutely right. Like we have a responsibility to not only to envision but actually to execute in what we call the marketplace of the future. Mm-hmm. And so some of those incredible brand uh, executions that you're referencing are really just that, like in, in the future, how will, uh, what does the sport marketplace for Nike look like? What is What does that really mean? So I think it starts first and foremost with the talent that we are gonna actually attract and bring into Nike, the young diverse, incredibly innovative talent that will ultimately fuel our ability to basically forge that marketplace of the future. More of Learning Unlocked is coming up after this. Open Sesame helps companies develop the world's most productive and admired workforces. How? By having the most comprehensive catalog of e-learning courses from the world's top publishers publishers like TED and Harvard, and having courses that cover learning topics like diversity, equity, and inclusion, leadership development, safety and compliance, and wellness. Try a course for free today by visiting opensesame.com backslash course of the week. Back to Learning Unlocked. Here's Brian Berger. When it comes to talent, you know, one of the things that's changed is a lot of companies are going remote or at least partially remote and it's allowed them to tap into a talent pool that's global you can be anywhere in the world so i would imagine that helps a business like nike's because you can attract that talent from anywhere this continues to be ryan one of the most inspirational brands in the world and we're still seeing that resonance today nike is about uh understanding and achieving the your greatest potential and that isn't just the way consumers view it. That's actually the way our, our best talent is viewing it. And so we're still seeing that today. And we're meeting that talent demand by making sure that we're providing flexibility, providing options for folks to apply their creativity and their vision. And so I think in, in the end, you know, our hope would be for Nike to be one of the most diverse, innovative, flexible and probably I would say uh, human-centered in terms of what you could expect as a result of your own sort of personal achievement as a result of working at Nike. See, and I love that you say human-centered because you're one of the nicest people I know. You are one of the most human-centered people that I know. So the fact that you're leading Nike's North America business, I always say, Leadership comes from a lot of different places, but the the senior executives set the tone, and I know that you're setting that tone at Nike. I, I think I think that 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 this is a really interesting time in our um, in our history, you know, in in this post COVID world, and I uh, I think Nike actually has a huge responsibility for consumers. All right, I'll end on this, and I've had lots of Nike executives and athletes on. You know, you grew up with Nike. Is there a campaign over the years, whether it's when you were a kid or as an adult, that you're like, that campaign really stuck with me or stood out? Well, I mean, again, I could go back and say that's that's very personal uh, to me because, again, being, uh, you know, you know, I was born. I'm not going to I'm not going to give away how old I am. But I was born <laughs> a long time ago. 
<laughs> I was born before Title IX existed. And so I got to go back to If You Let Me Play, because if, as you know, that was the first, Nike was one of the first brands to sort of signal that women in sports matters. Yeah. That uh, that that women have a role to play in, that that's important in sport, and I was super impacted and and even confirmed uh, by Nike in that moment, and that's why I'm so excited about where we go in the future, especially as we look to expand growth around our women's business, because I think we haven't even scratched the surface around what's possible in that area. Well, it's interesting, uh, 50th anniversary not only for Nike but 50th anniversary for Title Nine this year too. So both exactly. on kind of a, a, the same path. I just think, you know, I think about, you know, the next 50 years, there's those of us, you know, who kind of came through this first 50 years, trailblazers, as you might say, you know, you know, asking permission, banging on doors, you know, and, and, and coming really far. And some of our Nike iconic, most iconic athletes at Nike certainly um, view themselves and have been leaned on by a lot of us as trailblazers. I think the next 50 years will need to have at least the same, if not even more rapid transition in it for women. Sarah Menta, Nike's Vice President and General Manager for North America. Thank you so much for joining me on the Learning Unlock podcast. Great to catch up with you, my friend. Thank you for having me, my friend. Take good care. You too. Thanks for listening to Learning Unlocked. Presented by Open Sesame. Download this and every episode on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learning Unlocked is produced by Griggs Productions.